welcome back, folks. Uh, it's the penultimate episode of uh, our debut season of Talking Dairy City, Kev. Uh, <laughs> it's been a bit of a roller coaster ride, hasn't it? It has been a roller coaster ride, and to be honest with you, folks, the penultimate episode <laughs> is unbelievable. We are now currently recording it in the change rooms at the Brandable ahead of Institute Porter Town. People would not believe where we're. This is no. Uh, Oasis Studio booth recording, you know what I mean? <laughs> Abbey Road Studios. This isn't happening. This is the final change room in the Brandywell where, to be fair to the council, the worker says, I don't can give you down the change room. And we went down and went, This is just what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, we're going to be sitting in the house watching the crap Man United Fulham match, but we're in here in the change room. They found a quiet corner for us, like, well, quiet. There's some beats going, going on next on door in a student festival. Exactly, but, but uh, we can't complain. We've taken video, or, or not video evidence, but we've taken a wee photograph, photographic evidence just to prove where we are because we've got the mic sitting on top of a, a bun that we've had to knock over just for. <laughs> <laughs> They're not on it, by the way. We haven't ruined the change room. The, the bun we just had to be dismantled a bit. The whole story behind this is basically we're looking for a sponsor, as the <laughs> or basically a room or a seat or a table <laughs> for next season if we're going to keep this. Just sort of summed up everything, done it the way we finished it here. But we want one more episode, as you say. But listen, it was a case of uh, job done last night. Uh, say we're recording here on Saturday, so job done last night. And look, it was convincing. Uh, probably could have been more than the three that it was. Should have been no disrespect, oh, Mickey Duffy. Duffy. Could have went home by a match ball. Certainly yeah. should have went home by two. Uh, but look, it was convincing. Some pats, maybe well, not maybe they definitely won eye in next Sunday's mm. cup final. But that doesn't matter. Takes nothing away from Derry final home game. Wanted a performance. Wanted a victory. And got both. Uh, well, both Pats's uh, starting lineup said otherwise. Like you know, it was yeah. a pretty pretty. I think uh, Ray Higgins afterwards had said, look, we were and a couple of players. Oh, we were surprised, and we got the team sheets on. Prior to kick off, you know, because you're thinking, uh, cup final, everything in, in, in that basket, like forget about second place. But uh, no, they, they, they fielded a strong team, they were just uh, rolled over, like especially that first half there, he came out of the traps unbelievably. Um, I thought Ben Dory was fantastic, some of his deliveries from, from the left, but Fats pulling the strings. Shock her. <laughs> And you also you should have seen him by the way, folks, last night whenever Fats brought that one out later. Oh, the I man had to be work with. I was I was gonna go home, man. That was it. <laughs> Wrap up a season. But uh, no, he he was fantastic again. And it just shows you like first of all, why haven't we been playing like that all season? You know what I mean? Yeah. Second of all, just think if they if boys like Fats and, and Patching hadn't been fit the full season we had had Paul McMullen, but tight, we didn't. Should have, uh, could have, would have. Should have, would have, could have. Yeah. Like, we just weren't good enough to get it over the line. But still, reflecting back, yeah, what, do you, what do you think overall? I know it, it was so much disappointment and, and your famous The Hope That Kills You. <laughs> that you said, like, it's, it's, we should have just called this podcast The Hope That Kills You. But, you know, it was bitterly disappointing come, like, a couple of months ago when we released that was the end of it. Like. Well, it was, and uh, one of the boys that we've won later on, same, you get a few box pops, one of the boys from the summit, it's Jason Mullen and Danny Freeland. They rightfully, rightfully, I might add, mm. give me stick for the speech in Torshavin. Oh, it was a speech. Oh, there was a speech. I had, <laughs> you the table. Basically, I was like that in the bar the night before. Uh, it was actually the night before the first game against Torshavin, and I was going, look, we can still win this league. We go on a run, we go on a run, we can win this league, definitely. And then we went out against Torch Avon, and it was shocking. It was mm-hmm. no, no, and brutal. Uh, and of course, that speech, shall we say, has been used <laughs> many a time in various WhatsApp groups. So I look, deep down, I, it has been disappointing. There's no two ways about it. The the, the squad that Rory has, the budget that he has, you have to be closer to Shamrock Rovers. People will say, yes, statistically, they are closer to Shamrock Rovers compared yeah, to last year. Seven points. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, Call a spade a spade here. Shamrock Rovers can back the pack rather than Derry City or anybody else going on after them. Uh, Derry, at the end of the day, finished with 65 points. Last year, they finished with 66. Shamrock Rovers, as I say, has come back to the pack. Didn't win a game in their first six league games. At their first five, five or six. Six, it was. Uh, six. So that just tells you, you know. Which is what, what Derry were in that first season where they took over. Six yeah. up out of one. And uh, they, they got European football. So they, they did something somewhere but not as impressive yeah. but at the same time it was possible for that to do we all like I think Stephen Bradley made a point of that where, where he has this uh, 
whatever article it was that was writing them out of like the title challenge, like as early as that. And they, they used that as a motivation, like apparently just throughout the season, you tons of milk dressing room wall and, a, and a, probably and you wrote it. That's been a season like that, hasn't it? Like, just annoying people. Yeah, but, but oh, I, I think you're right. Like, you know, uh they've been highs, obviously European run, uh out in Cookton, very good, like it's a great thing. Experience and two ties against Cook was uh, brilliant. That was probably the highlight, the highlight of the season, like that, that, that result. Yeah, the result and the, and the manner of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, your point of view, what have you felt uh, happy enough for now? A chance must. I, I thought, I thought, oh, I think it's, it's, it's goes without saying, it was a chance must, but uh, I think there was just so many mitigating factors in terms of obviously, I don't think enough is made about it, obviously. Sort of shies away from talking about it, but the the, the fact you're starting off the season the way it was, you know, with with, with the death of his of his brother, like you know that 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 was for him. They they come back from from that, and, and he said at the time the football kept him occupied, kept his mind off things, and kept him taking over. It was a bit of normality and stuff, and and amongst it all. But for you know, from a personal side of things, that that must have been such such a, an achievement they get. They do what he did after that. They yeah. motivate himself first of all, and then the players they get any kind of a season out of it. So I think hats off to Mary. Also lost Alan Reynolds early on too in the, in the season. They they Waterford um, had obviously had his, his own family issues too, and his mother passing away sadly as well too. So it was just it was like the perfect storm at the start of the season then, and, and after such a promising start, kind of fell away. But uh, then the injuries. You know, I think everybody's fed up the whole season talking about injuries, but it's, you can't get away. And every team, you know, can use that as an excuse. I think they just had no luck at all with injuries, and that they're the people that were injured. Yeah. I think that's you take you take Fats and Dummigan and Patching and Conley out of any team. Like if you take five key players, experience and and leaders on the field, then you know that's that's a you know a, a major sort of. You know, it's hard to sort of come back from that. Like yeah. Rovers have boys that can come and slot on, but even if you take out five of their leaders, five of the key players mm. for for that sustained period, I don't think they they uh, they would have struggled as well too. You think like any team would have struggled? Oh, definitely. Like Rovers, right? Another man too that was a big loss because we were actually just chatting last night in the bar saying, you know, "Player of the Year, who's your Player of the Year?" Mm. And then Brendan Carroll who made a good point saying. Man that made the most impact uh, minutes per per game, probably Collie Whedon. He's probably only <sighs> on about sixty odd minutes, uh, but during his sixty minutes, the impact he scored down a cork, he scored. You know, for for what he did, so he was a big factor too. We yeah. nobody seen, but you seen him come on against Cork, getting that goal, the whole joy relief down mm-hmm. there in Cork, and you're sort of thinking. I, you know, it's, it's a case of what might have been if you had seen him the whole season. Funny, funny you should bring that up because uh, he's like kind of forgotten man of it as the season went on. Then, but Mark Conley just went before the match. I was chatting him and uh, doing an interview with him, and, and he was we were chatting about. I was talking about the speculation with Rory Gaffney and the Pat Hoolan sort of links with Derry and stuff like that. They obviously, uh, you know, we, we know we need a, a number nine, we need a striker. That's what was missing the goals too. But he brought him up. He says, "Look, it's." Uh, he talked about you what about Gaffney and Hoodman saying basically if they're, these guys are available, of quality, they've proven goal scorers. They're they're still uh, uh, all right, maybe in their prime or just past it maybe with Hoodman's uh, situation. But he was saying, Collie Whedon, he says, "Look, I, I just my heart goes out to him because we all got excited when we seen him. Uh, we we played against him against uh, when he played for UCD and." He says, look, what, what could have been like? You know, if he could have been the man that could have got us over the line, and as you say, like you know that those two finishes and the, the two goals that he scored, two totally different kind of goals, yeah. but but goal poacher goals, like so. uh, the, the court one in particular. Yeah, I do another view him after. I sort of said to him that all your frustration and and, <laughs> and, and, and and sitting on the bench and injuries and anger come out in that strike, and he went to be honest, he yeah. I and he just went well, on the top corner, court and the whole place went, and you were all sort of going. Oh no! Is this the man? Is, is this the savior? Your your striker? You can hold it up. You can spin him behind it, and he gets goals. And then, as I say, it's a it's a case of what might have been. Then we pick it up the knock. But look, it's one of them seasons where look you learn from it and you and you move on then for 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 next season. And 
I know that's probably what Rory was was saying, you know, after the game and Friday night. He must have been happy Friday night he was with the result and the performance. Uh, but no doubt there was a few other questions asked him. Well, well, that's the thing. He, he was. I think he, it was more relief than than happy. I think he's just glad to see the season finished now because like once the, they couldn't win the title, I think that was all just. But the importance was getting second spot. You could you could see you, you sort of had your doubts whether. You know, boys with down tools now, and just you know, we've got Europe get rid, secure. Get rid of the golf. Get rid of the golf. Away, away to sunny Spain, like like, you're, like yourself. Like, uh, I hear you're Sunday away Spain. again. I'm, I'm away again next Wednesday for a nice wee week away. Wednesday, Wednesday. So uh, it's gonna be still sunny, by the way. Sunny's been better by the No golf. No, no golf. No, 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 no golf. Them days were well gone. Well, never really started the melody. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll play it. then I'll let it sleep, but I. Uh, uh, but but Rui, as we say, he was he's more relieved, and but but he was delighted with the performance, delighted they finished in the high, and he didn't make the point, and I genuinely believed him that he wanted to send the fans home happy. The last game here it was important. They finished in a, a one performance uh, with the one, but but also they they came out with that intention. They 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 they, they sort of put on a show, and they did with, with so many forward passes, so many like you know boys taking risks with passes and getting them behind and. You know, everybody was on. Everybody just wanted to uh, they make an impression, and, and the fans, I think, were happy. And you know, when you're thinking about how do we build on this for next season, I thought second spot had it was crucial. You know, just we were the second best team in the country this season. Like so you can say that, uh, you stick your chest out and go right. That's, that's fine. We we can build on this. We got Europe best European run in, in quite some time. Like you know, Max the, the best ever run in Europe. So. Overall, like he had to be positive, and and we'll, we'll hear what Rory had to say about it. Obviously, as you sort of alluded there, Kev, he was asked a few questions about his uh, you know close season signings, his recruitment drive that he has to go on now because as the boys are out playing golf, <laughs> very <Yeah>. common. <laughs> uh, well, as they're out enjoying themselves in the sun and well well deserved. Uh, Rory's going to be sitting here at the Brandywell working hard for the next couple of weeks until he gets everything over the line, hopefully. Get the boys that he needs in. And, and that's what uh, it's sort of the question sort of veered towards if we listen to Rory now. To be honest, I was surprised at, at, at how strong the Pats team was when, when the team sheets came in. Um, the, the, all their top performers, as you would call them, were, were all on the pitch. So um, I think that gave a real focus to the team going out. Um, and in the early stages of the game, we were exceptional, played some brilliant football, could have scored more, and uh, really happy with the night's work. Um, some really good attack and play, and, and we know going forward uh, that we need to be more ruthless um, the, 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 I keep talking about taking the next step as a team but we know where we've let ourselves down at times this year and um, that can't be uh, the case going forward we have to learn from it I think there's been parts of the season that have been very very good as well, it's important not to forget that there's been some really good displays particularly from the summer onwards some brilliant football and um, if we can continue that and if we can add one or two and key areas along with the group that we have then um, I'm confident uh, that, that, that we can go on and, and do something a bit better. Uh, last year we came second, uh, won the cup and done one round in Europe. This year we've came second and done three rounds in Europe and got knocked out of the cup and, and out of Europe in penalties so it's, I, I suppose that'll be based on opinions but um, what I am happy with is, is, is the balance of the squad and I know that uh, if we can bring in two or three um, I'm happy with the balance of the squad and, and, and the numbers if we can bring in two or three to supplement certain areas then I want to bring players to the club who, who can score goals um, whether that's wide players who can score goals whether it's uh, we, we, we've come up short in that department I know if you look at the goals for it'll, it'll be it'll be up there with one of the highest but um, there's been too many games that we haven't scored in this year and uh, we need whether it's wide players, centre forwards scoring goals from set plays, midfield players we need, we need to score more goals at the bottom line and, and um, 
when when we're recruiting and, and, and when we're looking at what we do next then that 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 has to be a priority. Listen, we, we have really, really talented players at the club. We have players that can score goals, but we need more of them. If you look at if you look at clubs and, and, and that are successful in one leagues and right around Europe they have six or seven players that can get in and around double figures and uh, that's what we need. I think we've 23 or 24 clean sheets in all competitions which is absolutely amazing and probably not enough gets said about that and I know people only see goals and all but we, we, we've been absolutely outstanding. We conceded four in St. Pat's that's probably um, that, that's that's been a real one-off over the last couple of years, and, and uh, defensively, uh, and by the way, that's not just Brian in the back four. That's from uh, the front backwards, and and how we press and how we uh, we protect our own goal. So um, that's as you said. That there's a lot of stuff I'm extremely happy with how we how we defend, how we control matches, we create opportunities, and. Uh, as I said, we just haven't been ruthless enough in, 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 in certain games. Uh, there's a lot to be optimistic about. Some of the performances uh, this year have been excellent as well. And um, if we can do that on a more consistent basis, let's be honest, we've taken four points from 12 against Sligo, which isn't good enough. We've taken six points from 12 against Drogheda, which isn't good enough. Uh, and the head to heads with Shamrock Rovers, they've aged it, which has been a big swing. So. There are the types of things that we, we need to improve on, and um, if 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 ever there was a learning curve going forward, then that's it for me. The clubs that uh, we, we should be taking minimum eight nine points uh, from the majority of clubs, and if we do that, we, we know that we can we can uh, have a real push. Patsy, obviously, the fact that the club's top goal scorer and our fine goal of the night as well too, but he can get he can decrease those numbers as well. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly, they're the the Patchings and the Duffies um, have double figures in them. There's no doubt about that. Jordan McInnes got eight goals, uh, which is which is a brilliant return. But Patching probably got all those goals from the summer on. It could it could be it could be wrong, but I think uh, the majority of them from the summer on. So. Shows you if he can have a, a really good consistent year, then there's goals in him. So um, you see how he's been moving since the summer physically and, and his mobility around the pitch. Um, he's a special talent when he's at it. And we've just spoken already in there about the importance of hitting the ground running in pre-season. And people they'll go off now for the next couple of weeks. They'll let their hair on, and, and, and so they should. But in a, in a few weeks' time, it's 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 back to work and get prepared. To, they come in here on, on, on the first day of pre-season, meaning business going forward. I was just telling the fellow pieces you were looking for him today. If he's going to uh, back in that transfer market, those what you're looking for. So, where is in that department? I have a, I have a budget. Um, <laughs> currently, the reports we have a budget here, and, and um, if there's if there's players coming in, then one or two will obviously have to leave as well. And, and uh, Phillips been absolutely brilliant with me. Um, and I think getting Europe in our first season uh, in 2021 was a big help because it, it, it probably uh, accelerated the, the process, but he's been absolutely brilliant and he's backed me. And um, he does say no at times as well. Uh, he does, and, and uh, no, but he's been brilliant. He's been a great chairman, good to work with. We have a good working relationship. and um, aye, So we want to push this on now. We want to push it on. And, and uh, and and as I keep saying, I don't know why I keep saying it, but try and take the next step. Where Kev, as he said, like he, he was saying, he was happy with, with the way they were playing. Obviously, it could have been five or six. You know, Mickey Duffy had his shooting boots on. It was funny after the court game too. He was saying, you know, we might see more of Mickey Duffy and, and, and through, that, the through the model too. And, and that's the last couple of games he's played through there, but. How you must that one, I don't know. Come uh, on to the bar. He's probably going to say, you know, the old four deep hit the bobble or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to help him here, but haven't seen it again in, in the, the YouTube highlights. Uh, no, I, I just don't know. And I think Mikey deep down will say, I don't know, Miller. No. Uh, but but uh, as I said, he, he, like Rory was saying, like he, when he was reflecting on, on obviously the goals has been a massive thing. Like they finished with, with a most clean sheets, yeah. didn't they, Kevin? Yeah. Best defence. The least I have, yeah. Uh, so so that that's you can build on that, but it was the goals that killed him. It was 
not getting over the line against Sligo and the Drahadas, and he mentioned that the, the head to heads by Rovers, Rovers raised them. So he was saying, look, he's got a basically taken four points from Sligo, and I'm sure Sligo probably front this out too and stick it in there <laughs> every time Derry come to town now because he was all we have to take, you have to at least you know improve on that and take eight or nine points from games against Sligo, games against Drogheda. That's their that's their that's uh, their team, yeah, that's their team talk done well, for well, next well, season. Because well, well, <laughs> you, you, you already said last November. <laughs> uh, but uh, but that's 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 a big swing. Like when you when you go down, I think they only took uh, four points from from twelve against Sligo as well too. And, and you know that's that you, you've, if you want to win the league, you've got to go there. You've got to find ways to do it. They didn't with Sligo, and that's the one that that that, that did it for them. Like that's the end of it. You yeah. lose the Sligo twice down in Sligo. It's just wrapping up the trail, like, because they are. No disrespect, they're poor, like, there's no, there's no two no, ways about it. UUC, UCD, is that what no, you're trying to say? I'm sorry, <laughs> and they're not, they're not as bad as UCD, that's no disrespect, they're poor UCD. But, no, Sligo are poor, and I think we were saying, if you want to win the league, you have to bring it down to places like Sligo mm. and getting the, getting the three points, or at least in the cases when the nights that they, do, they did lose, turn up and, and even get a point and they didn't turn up in either two games and they deserve to lose both games. But no, getting back to sort of Friday night, their last thing as I say, we'll record this on the Saturday. But I thought Patrick's goal it was a great strike and it was like half the goal but it was the build up with oh, Brad and Cameron, a lovely wee ball, they bend on around the corner, he gives it outside and then Patty does what Patty right. does, comes outside left foot. Haven't watched it again. Nah, but after we quit there too, but Linus, to be brutally honest, he gets two hands there and he pans it on the top corner. Nice. But at the time, I sort of went, well, he gets his hands there. And then when I seen it, as I say, on YouTube, I was like, oh no, he gets like two hands there. Like, but it's not taking on away from Patrick Strike and the Baldo play was fantastic, to be fair. Uh, it was a great goal. And, and like, that's what I asked him too, Marie, at, you know, about uh, Patrick, because he, he's shown from making back and from that injury. Well, the lights have the just lights gone have out. Like gone out the team. <laughs> People would not believe that. It's it's obviously one of these sensitive lights, and you can imagine then us being athletes, we have not much movement. Well, you need to get so, up and start moving up. Maybe the shoot matches off. And we turn off. We're going to go out the prison lockdown. If we're locked out here, you must earn your holiday speed. Well, maybe this is just get this after I'm all over. But um, no, Patching is is a type of boy that needs to they sort of produce those goals, um, and and he's he got on the funniest as the top goal scorer for the club. Was it 11 goals? We're yeah. relying on the Stato, Mr. Ferry, uh, here Mr. in this Ferry, one. I, I think Mike enough finished in the league with coming off the bench. Eight goals. The most goals Eight in the goals, league. Uh, uh, but I think, yes, Mr. Patchen finished top scorer for, for the club with yeah. all competition. Uh, so. 11 goals. And that's what Maurice is. He, he knows that he can do it. He wants somebody to drive forward. Remember, he started the season uh, in that defensive midfield role as well, too, wasn't he? Having, having Fats were, had a couple of games just side by side there. and uh, it's not not where he should be playing. He should be playing more advanced, and you can see how effective he is when he when he is in those areas. Like. Well, that's it. He's, he's always like a player on the half turn, like Brandon Cameron mm. too. Always in the half turn, playing balls forward, and, getting them. and then you hit the shot. Saying it's just there's so many things you're thinking. God, God, what? He doesn't even be taking another touch. But last night he had it. Uh, but they were all like that. They were like uh, the shackles were off. They were yeah. all unleashed, and they were. Obviously, it's a wee bit of freedom when you know you get that security that you've got Europe, and you know you just need a draw basically for a second. So they were, they were, the pressure was off, so yeah. to speak. So maybe that's that's the that's the, the secret, like you know, well, just, just <laughs> go out and play without I know, fear. I know it's the first match of the season, but we're guaranteed Europe. <laughs> just go out and play with no fear, and uh, you, you never know what will happen. Mm. Uh, but no, look, as I say, I think. We're not taking nothing away from Derry's performance because I did think it was very good. It was exactly full food, started like Hosenberg. Probably, well, that, you know, probably should have took the lead after 80 seconds. That's right. Probably have to score the back post. Like, great ball by Paul McMahon. So it showed you the intent straight away. They were at it, the crowd was up, and you were going, right, let's go. And so, from that point of view, you just sort of going, just do that, let you just start like that in matches. Right. You might not win, but I think a lot of people will leave going,
Like we had Deirdre on last week. Deirdre's going to be giving us team talk now. You know, it's about five minutes. Exactly. Actually, you so, might hear bits of that. You don't even know we've been recording for that long. <laughs> but he, he was saying the exact same thing. You know, just like he was, he's great. He wasn't the player like that. He wasn't done the player like that as well, as he said. But um, also, that Rory's uh, interview you would have heard too was questions directed about about Gaffney and about bringing in players. Daniel Kelly, we hear. Remember, they've signed a two-year contract, which would be a fantastic. Like he was always give us a, a thorn on Derry's side for for the last few years, you know. But he basically said that uh, you know he's he's after he's on the market for good players, is the quote, and he repeated That's that rolled, quote. <laughs> Rob Ty Pop made a chance to. See, you would have scored that one, Mickey. Fantastic. Well, we but uh, but uh, and he going to back him. We spoke to Philip and. Uh, and her boss, Bob. He's phenomenal, by the way. Same thing about a couple of months before the game, and says, Oh, I got a box, Bob, bring him, we fired it up. And I also got Fog with Lord. I went, Someone tell me you don't understand. Who was your player of the year? And uh, what was your best moment? <laughs> uh, I don't want to keep him too much. I don't want to talk about uh, I'm bringing 200 odd jobs to Derry either. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> there was so much I could have asked him. But, uh, Basically, he said, oh, I'm, going to, I'm going to back him. I'm going to back uh, Ray. He's, he's, he's been looking for me all week, he says. <laughs> but uh, he, he says, it comes with a plan, comes with players. I'm, I'm going to go and do our best to get them. Like, and uh, Obviously, Ray's not giving too much away. He said he's not. he doesn't have a blank check, basically. He's, he's, he's got a, a budget, contrary to reports, is his quote. You know what I mean? But he's, So it's not, it's not going to be a blank check. He's not going to just go out and get whoever he, he wants to get. There's going to be some sort of negotiation, and they said Philip does say no at times. You know what I mean? But whether you believe that or not, I don't care. <laughs> but uh, he needs additional firepower. But he, he really doesn't say that he has to get if he gets a couple of players on, he needs to let one or two go, well, which is, is the obvious thing. You know, thing. that's like you know, there's obviously going to be players out of contract. We know Diallo's out of contract. Keane Cavan is out of contract. Uh, I think Kieran Parkin and Kieran Cole are out of contract. Uh, but look, you know, we're not saying any of them players are going, but you know, they're going to be spoke there. I would say that the club have really spoken to them. Uh, but that is sort of players that you, you could see possibly going or leaving mm. because they're in a contract. But I would say they try and keep all of them if he could, and, and he's definitely going to speak to all of them anyway. But you're right, if he does bring in, like, there's talk of Daniel Kelly. To be fair to Kelly, the, the only concern anybody would have with Daniel Kelly is hamstring injuries, like, there's no doubt about it. But See, he had the hamstring injury after the Mark Conley was trying to catch him. He pulled hands on his foot. Is it ever get me? It's contagious. But, exactly. But he, he, to be fair to Daniel Kelly, he can play both sides. He can play anywhere in the top three. He can play yeah. through the middle if need be. But he'd prefer uh, right or left. When you play, would go for him. Oh, like he is like, and he's pissed and getting goals and, and, and hammer defenders. He can play things over the top and on the bend. And that's a case of that, like, and getting him on there. And he gives you that option then, too, where at the minute, Maggie Duffy's out. Yes, you can put Ben Doherty up there and put Keane yeah. Cotley up there. Get a lot. The right hand side, to be fair, Paul McMullen's out. Yeah. Brandon Cavanaugh, we've seen, but we keep seeing it. He cuts on his left foot, so then yeah. the whole pitch is congested. So. And there have been at their best with the two wingers. Yes, and, and that's how wingers would go. Mainly Paul McMullen goes with the yeah. violin, walking across on and picking something out. Maggie might be different where he cuts on and has a leg, but he yeah. can go down the left and walk on across, so, which we've seen. So, uh, look, if you get that, options. definitely, and as I say, it gives you enough an option there up top, uh, if need be. Gaffney, obviously, Hubens believed to be uh, available in a free transfer. Who would you take out of the two? Jesus, you know, it's, 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 it's a tough one. Goals, Pat Huben, any yeah. day of the week, like, he, he, he's doing it, he, he's consistently doing it, I think he finished maybe one or two behind the, the joint top scorer this could've, year, could've uh, so he could have got it last week, I think it was your man was joint. With Afalabi, uh, yeah. so but Gaffney sort of gives you a wee bit different. He 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 work all everything. He runs the channels. Target man, target man, like that. Yeah. Match out at the Brandy Bowl yeah. where, where Graham Burke scored the late penalty. He tortured yeah. the entire area back for Janet and and Shane were just I was like, what want to do? Like so, he there's both of them. They don't get me wrong. We get Eiler on picking hand at all, uh, and. The, they sort of separate, you know, because they give you so much stuff, and they're both winners, title winners, bringing that mentality in the dressing room. But do you not think getting Rory Gaffney from Shamrock Rovers is a major statement as well, too? Like, you're able to, you, 
maybe the tightest turn where we're taking players from Rovers now. Well, this is that, you know, uh, I know Dan McDonald did a piece today about basically what has gone on at Rovers. Right. There's, there's just seemed to be a lot going on behind the scenes. And we know it by just looking from outside, looking in, seeing the likes of Stephen Bradley chatting about, you know, people are trying to undermine me or working against me. Sorry, boss, he was sort mm. of saying. So it's all not right there. I think from a fellow's, you know, if Derry do sign Rory Gaffney or he signs for anybody else, I think to be fair to Rory Gaffney, he's going to say, listen, Stephen Bradley clearly stated that nobody was being offered contract to end the season. I was one of them. I was out of contract. Right. So I didn't look after myself. Anybody, it doesn't matter if you're a player or you're a journalist or you're, you look after yourself, your family. So if, if Chapman Rovers haven't came with any offer to Rory Gaffney and Derry City have or Bohemians or whoever, and he feels ah, they're going places or they match my wages or whatever, mm. then fair play. So you sort of have to strike with Iron's hat, and because Rovers are in a wee bit of turmoil, no, they weren't great this year. Let's yeah. call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. They've won the league. Congratulations, four in a row. You can't take it away from them. But I think it was their experience and their know how yeah. got them they won the league this year. Because they fell over, they, they fell they, over the line. They, but they always, they, they normally always finish strong, don't they? Like, you know, or they know how to, they already get that's over the, the line. That's a spinier team. Uh, Manus, Lopez, mm-hmm. Don Watts, yeah. Gary O'Neill, Gaffney, yeah. Aaron Green. No, they have that spine uh, around it that's been there, done that, and mm-hmm. got the t-shirt. Well, if you're talking about Gaffney was coming, obviously he, he does have his injury issues as well. Two times, and you hear times that he, he doesn't train the full sort of. Uh, we can train them. Kind of like that, and you sort of not so much roll out and match taste like no, you know, no. but but he, you know, if, if, if he still be able to, <laughs> if he can still produce the, the the goals and the performances, then you take that. But he's, he's he has at that the not the tail end of his career, he's still on his peak as players like, but, but oh, he's, he's at that bad. older age group which really hasn't necessarily gone for like you know he's uh, you know so sort of but you, it kind of breaks the mold in that regard, but. You've got to get boys that are going to go score goals and, and this team and target man bust them sort of forwards and, and as you say, runners. Ah, so. that, that, that's a biggie. Like, you know, and, and you're just getting that stage where, you know, you're going to be three years on now with all the Rory's leadership. They, they they go for a title. It's, you know, I don't know, was Philip sort of saying three years time when I won the league, you know what I mean? He, he'd that's set that plan like when that, he got him. Yeah. Like, so it's a big 2024. Mm-hmm. There's no two ways about it. I like. think he knows that. Like, and... and as much as he needs that break as well, he knows he's oh, got a lot of work to do here in the next couple of weeks. Because uh, you know, after that, you start to struggle and bring boys in, then you're looking across the water again. You know, from a journalistic <laughs> point of view, the next couple of weeks I think is going to be an absolute. Oh. Let there be light. Of the uh, <laughs> you raise your hand. Exactly. I like you. <laughs> raise me up. You couldn't give us a few seconds exactly. here for your hand. <laughs> no, from a journalistic point of view, I think the next couple of weeks is going to be great because. I think there is going to be stuff happening. Mm-hmm. I think Rory, rightfully, I want to get his business done as early as possible. Soon, he can say, right, listen, boys, thanks for everything. I've done my signing. I'm turning my phone off. I'm going away for 10 days. Whatever it is, right. he needs to genuinely step away. Right, and he won't want to do that until he gets no. most, if not all, of his business done early. So I can't even I imagine. I, I agree with you. I, I hope so, yeah. for our sake. But... <laughs> I, I can't imagine. I just can't like, picture really like sitting on a deck chair in Spain no, and chilling out with no, like no a, a mojito or something. You no, know, no, <laughs> that's I, just. I, I don't think so. He'd suddenly see wherever he is. If he does go, he'd be like, "I hear there's a fourth of a thingy more down there. Six o'clock, we'll go and find that." You never know. I'll be a busy. You'll be something beside. <laughs> 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 no, not quite as bad as that. But I know what you mean. No, he's he's. I agree. We. I don't think he probably switch off, but he might. He needs, he, to, he needs to have a right. I've done all my bad boys. I've helped with you boys. I've well, that's what he said. Funny enough, when he was coming, we were coming out of the the sort of media uh, room last night. He was patting his back, and they shook their hands and says, "Thank God, I will have to talk Tuesday next January." Worse than fair. Oh, it was a mutual feeling. Well, it was next time, right? If you're listening, because <laughs> I'll meet DJ next week. I'll meet you next week. <laughs> but uh, forget about what we thought about the. The, the season, um, I think that's very clear. But we, as I said, I came on saying well, I went and asked a few fans. Uh, now it was the intention was to go and get like a wee box crop, maybe a wee three minute video to go along with. Have you fought Steven Spielberg? If it's anything like when you write a back page lead, I remember the days. Uh, same when you've got 250 words, they fall. I wrote 1700. Well, there's so many knowledgeable Derry City fans and intelligent. 
So they were they gave me all their thoughts on the season, and I got a few, a few very regulars, a couple of the North Sea uh, supporters that were there. that have been the home and away matches, uh, a couple of your mates, um, Jay and Jay, and, and, Jay and Danny. Actually, like, so were fantastic. So I just let the camera roll in because the boys were. They were I forgot myself. I was going, well, I right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I read that So, but the, the, funny enough. The boys that I got, when we short short interviews, I got guys like Jay and, and Danny who could talk all day about about their uh, Obviously, Cookie was another guy. We had a sweet son, Brandon, who's who was brilliant. You could talk to him all day. He's really entertaining. And then Philip O'Doherty. So again, had to keep a camera rolling. Young Philip had to get on these new season tickets. Philip probably does with season tickets. And then there was the other guy that I got was. As a tour guide, so he could talk as well. So it was just, <laughs> but we'll hear what these guys have to say now, just about their thoughts of the season. Just uh, excuse the, the sound quality too. There's a the the, the tannoy, the brand oil, as you know, can can be troublesome. <laughs> but but here, here we go. Here's a few fans' thoughts on the season. Well, last game of the season, folks. Uh, can you sum it all up? How how's it how's it been overall? Do you think? I think it's about the fans are going to be disappointed. Like we we had a good chance to win the league again this year. I wouldn't say we went off ball. I think that the, the teams in the league have, have got a lot stronger compared to over the last ten or twenty years. And we could have been run away and get three points every week, but teams are up here and starting the bus and just happy enough to get the point, but. Finish in second, back into Europe again. Can't complain. We go again next year. Right, well, that's what we're, we're, we're talking before the match here. We can, we need a point. They finish in second. Like they had the European run as well. Like so, the, the European nights were unbelievable. Like no doubt about it. Like um, it was brilliant for a club. Just a pity where the, the away legs was like, and we couldn't get as many fans going. That like the that like the Liga and all last year. But we're back in Europe again. If you keep getting into Europe, you keep keep getting the money pumped into the club. Just keep going. Hopefully, won the league next year. All right. So, what what's your favourite moment of the season been? Like, what's a highlight? The highlight, um, I think, when we had the European game and we got the second goal here, and, and was it Mickey Duffy ran under ran under the corner with the fans and the, the place erupted like that was last a great buzz, like uh, last. Uh, and what about yourself? Like, uh, you've been there nearly every match of the season. Like, so, what's what's been your favourite moment? That'll be Patsy, he's your favourite player, is he? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, have you enjoyed the season? Yeah. Aye. Definitely. You'll be back next year then? Yes. Uh, and, and obviously, next year there's going to be the big stand as well, too. Do you think you're going to move seats? Yeah. Uh, maybe? Yeah, we'll probably go behind the net again, yeah. Brilliant. Like, and who, who's your player of the season? Are you going to say Patsy? I'm going to say Patsy. And Ben Dorley. And Ben Dorley. Ben Dorley as well. The team of the year, and I like yeah. that, so. Um, but there's been a few standouts. I just think Cameron and Janet doesn't get enough credit like, for what he does. Like he's he's, he's skipper since fat with the his entries, and he's a leader on the pitch. Like and he's an absolute gentleman off as well. Like so, I've been going with Janet this season. Like the mm. man's going to go with Pat. And Ben Dory. And Ben Dory. Ben Dory. Ben Dory. So next season, full of promise. Like going on the next season. Won the league next year. Won the double. Go uh, for it. All or nothing. What do you think next year? Everybody won the league, haven't they? <laughs> Come on, my city! <laughs> so, Come folks, uh, I'll just get your, your thoughts on the season as a whole. It's been a, a slight disappointment. I, I sort of get the, there's a feeling around here. What do you think? Well, you're uh, disappointed. Disappointed. But at the same time, like, the 22nd, here's the night, I'll be, be very happy. Especially with the European run as well, too. It's been pretty good. It's been pretty good, surely. Mm. You know, I mean, it's 30 years since we had three times in Europe, no, one after an hour, like, you know, it's 30 years ago, so you have to add credit to the team and the manager, you know, when you lost a two or three players, it's, it's Duffy, like, you know, he hasn't really compacted himself since the Duffy, no. but really, it's been a good season, yeah. I'm quite happy. Brilliant. Well, it's been, you, you have prior Northside, you have been travelling to all games, uh, home and away, 25 years, 25 years, so, what have you what have you thought of it like overall? Everybody's taste 
extremely disappointed we should not be. Mm. We are sitting probably second the late second year in a row. We started on a program in Rory, a three, four year program. But Bradley, we have a program, it took five years to go on anything. It's going to take time to save, and we're going to put the same front, and we won't get there. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very happy in Europe next year, gave a third year in a row. Definitely. And I'm just delighted. I'm delighted with the area no matter what Aye. happens because all the bad days we've come to that road getting bit. But then we're not, we're not doing that. But we're not just doing things we should be doing yet. We won't get there. Yeah. And I'm very happy with the player to help. So at the end of the day, second this year, second last year, first this year. So your thoughts on the season? Has it been a disappointment? Are you happy enough with your European run and potentially second place after the night? I think at the start of the season, because of what happened last year, there wasn't the expectation you might be pushing on the next level and obviously challenging for a title. And first half of the season, especially when Rovers were going, a lot of people were, were thinking that vein. Uh, I think in terms of strength of squad, injuries and all the rest, you know, we've seen what happens. Uh, getting knocked out of a cup as well, obviously deflated people. And you know, now at the end of the season, I think it's probably come to a point now where we're, we're happy we get second place, uh, given the form we were in, the, the sort of last spurs. But at the same time, we're still disappointed that we didn't push on. So, you know, for next year, strengthening the squad's key uh, in terms of up front in particular, but our our parts of pitch as well. And even in terms of rovers, people have seen that at the end of the day, they had the squad there, even when they were in bad form, we could bring in our other players, and that's that's put them in good stead for for where they ended up. Uh, hopefully, next year we can pick up some of the owners, obviously people in rovers and, and Dundalk players who might be uh, coming to a contract that we could be. Looking at, but we hopefully go further afield and build up more of the youth stuff as well. So, see what happens for next year. But second place, I think overall, you know, at the start of the season, maybe we would have been disappointed with that. But I think now, at the end of the season, we're probably happy enough. Yeah, and obviously, getting Europe, looking forward to another season in Europe too, because like, it was one of the highlights of the year too. And it's something to look forward to for next year. Obviously, you have the stand getting built here as well, mid season. So, plenty of positives hey, going on there next year. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, the fact we needed the extra stand, if you look at five, ten years ago, mm. in terms of the support basically we had then compared to now, the fact we need the extension of the stand you know, shows how things have moved on and the income we'll get from Europe as well, obviously, in terms of, you know, the strength of the squad and all of that is key. So, you know, that atmosphere we had here was unbelievable. So, if we can repeat that, and again, obviously, we're, we're trying to push on next year and challenge, and I know that Europe will become a steady. For a feature for us the next few years, but I think people need to, you know, the younger supporters especially, look at where we were 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, we were up and down like a yo yo, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, challenging for Europe at that stage, we've seen it as much as, as far as we were getting, whereas now it's people sort of take it for granted, but you know, we shouldn't, and it's definitely something we should be uh, savouring. But uh, challenging for the title next year, I think it's absolutely key. Yeah, uh, two more questions. I'm putting you in the spot slightly. I know I've just grabbed you, but uh, in terms of your favourite moment of the season, the highlight of the season, was there a, a, a special moment that you remember and you'll take from this season? Um, maybe not as much as last season, because obviously yeah. the cup last year, you know, yeah. the way we won the cup was, was, was brilliant. Uh, European matches um, was obviously you know a highlight in themselves. Um, in fact, we, we progressed. Mm. Uh, you know, I think for most supporters, in fact, you know, just if you tell any sort of League of Ireland team you're going to move on from from the first round, you know, that in itself is a massive achievement, so I'd say it probably would be. Um, but, you know, all in all, it's, it's sort of 50-50 uh, yeah. in terms of where we've ended up. But uh, I think we're, 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 we're good enough to stay for next year. I think strength is going to be the key. Uh, and just finally, your player of the season. Like, There's a couple of contenders, isn't there? Like, very, very steady. Uh, I mean, I mean, we had we have injuries to some of the yeah. players who, who would have been on full season last year. Um, with people like that, you know, didn't get the full run. Um, you know, we have our, our fans' favours as well. Um, obviously, that's you know, we've been one of my favours, but um, Andrews as well has, has been an issue for himself. Um, so I mean, there's, there's nobody really has stood out for me as such this year. But Brian Maher's been key as far as I'm concerned because without him, you know, it just shows proved his worth again this year. I'm joined by uh, the chairman, Mr. Phil Bodori. Uh, obviously, before the match here, hopefully, finally second place, the Europe secured as well, yeah, too. No, so, be nice to get second. I think we deserve it, by the way. Definitely. But what, overall, how have you seen this season? Hey, look, it's still, great. it's still great to be in the European spots, which is always the, the minimum we're going to look for. But I think it could have been our season if, if luck had been with us. We had no luck at all. But uh, look, I'm looking forward to next season, too. And, Getting started in the band, the, the, the project here, the terrace project, the band. They will 
should be starting probably in a couple of weeks time but we're going to start isolating the mechanical and electrical services on Monday probably take about a week to get diggers in but the council seem to be helping us with getting through all the obstacles that we have to get through to begin construction projects so it's it's going pretty as fast as we can only put it like that yeah oh an RV exclusive always going to be exclusive you follow me uh, but it's uh, <laughs> you <laughs> but, it here first <laughs> but I think that's the general feeling that I'm, I'm asking a few of the fans and it's all positive built towards next season obviously people we've got slightly disappointed that the title uh, bud sort of fell we've got short again but confident that that can be that gap can be closed well, like we're, we're, we're real challengers now you know we were all but away from it a few years ago but like last year and this year they're not far between us and, us and Jammer Grovers but yeah. there's other teams coming up as well like Bohemians had a good season and obviously uh, St. Pat's are right beside us at the moment yeah can I ask you because I suppose European was the run was was a highlight as well this season. But have you any specific moment that that you remember from this season? Or you'll take away from this season. Well, obviously the penalty shootout in Dublin, ah. and then the next penalty shootout up here a few days later against tonight's opponents and Pats. But look, overall, I, just, I, just, I suppose one in the ties and, and the Pharaohs and Finland. I think that has to be a highlight of the season. It was great coming through a couple of rounds in Europe, really. And to put you in a spot, player of the season, have you got one that stands out? Been a few contenders on there, really consistent. Ben Doherty, Brian Maher's been fantastic. Probably Brian Maher, I thought. It's been excellent. Really good performances over the season. And just finally, you'll be looking to strengthen, Rory, you'll be looking to strengthen next season. He's been looking for this week, I know, so yeah. Rory Higgins knows that, I'll back him. If it comes to plans, comes to players, I just really hope the injury thing fair this coming season and last season because I think we had the right squad, but unfortunately our better players were injured for a big part of the season. I hope that can't that really can't happen two years in a row with any luck at all. So folks, uh, obviously last game of the season, hopefully secure second here. Overall, what's your your sort of summary of the season? How's it been? How you, can you sum it up? Um, I think the season's been a wee bit of a, a letdown. I think we all within the start of the season thinking we're going to have to do big things. Europe was, Europe was great, but I think going out penalties, three games in a row, just put a bit of a, a, bit of a damper on everything. But hopefully we'll, we'll do the business tonight and yeah. uh, send us off all happy. Well, I think the, the injuries is a, a big factor in the whole thing, falling short to the Rovers again, like, wasn't it? Like, do you think... That's a big enough excuse they, they, they sort of say why the wheels came off in the end, do you think? I think like you can say injuries and stuff like that, but every team has injuries and stuff. Like probably what's been frustrating is the fact that you've seen in the summer how the team could play when the handbrake was sort of let off and you know that was really, really promising and you thought we were going to drive on after that and obviously Daniel State, like, you know, you go out and the response, you know, we got a couple of results after and then it just died out and that's probably what's disappointing because you look at it and go, this is a season of like what could have been, yeah. especially the way that you look at all the teams and how they've maybe underperformed, this is our chance. Yeah, I was just speaking to Fulbert already, says he's going to sort of open that checkbook again to you back, really, like, so where would you like to see him strengthen, who would you like to see him bring on, do you think, just off the top of your head? Yeah, forward like we need somebody that'll put the ball away. That, that's what we've been lacking all year. There's been, there's been too many games where we've been knocking on the door and just not been able to break it down. You know, uh, somebody, somebody that'll score you something that's one thing goals and send over next year. Yeah. Your highlight, I know we're putting these on the spot. Your, has there been a standout moment of the season and something that you're going to take away for, from after the season's finished? Uh, I suppose for me, like I was lucky enough to be, I was in Kubio for the, the away European game in the finished one, so obviously I've been in Torshavn and that was, that was <laughs> great, so they go to MD Kubio and see that, and I, I was chatting earlier, they missed the one, it was like, I was like, it's a roller coaster, one no. up. One each, two one down, two each, and then you're like, you know, you just a note so for like Nicky Duffy obviously get that goal and just get that absolute thrill of not getting through one round, getting through two. Yeah. Just like the buzz over there was just incredible. So I mean I'd love it if that like that buzz was in the league or you know, if we got yeah. back to the league in a couple of weeks time, but it didn't happen, so I suppose you look back and just go, that's a big result of the year and that's the thing I take away from that. Uh, of course they get Europe, they look forward to next year like as well. I was just thinking there, we what would be my highlight? And it's crazy as it sounds, I think the Chuck the Tala to watch in Europe, just purely because how how many people left the city and went down to watch us play. And I know 
we went away disappointed. But we really fronted up to that team. And uh, it just shows you how good we can actually play. And the support that we still have in this today. Hopefully we'll see it again yeah. next year. Well, just again, I'm going to ask you both for player of the season. Like, has there been any standout player of the season for you? Oh, well, it's just a noise. I think it's between two players, Colin McMullen and Ben Doherty. You know, McMullen, quite exciting. I know he hasn't scored a, a lot of goals. He'll probably expect hopefully add to that next year. But, but Ben scored a few goals. He set up plenty of goals. Probably would give it to Ben for, for that reason. I'd echo that, just Ben came in. I think there's a lot of people questioning him, like Ben Doherty, I remember him years ago and stuff. He's come back a different player from his guy, Glen Avon, from being up at Lard, Corrine and stuff. He's come back and obviously made a really big impact. And then the thing is, you would just say that you alluded the injuries earlier on too. It's like we've had like Chris Bell's a boys in good form. Will Patchen, second half of season, great. Whereas at the start of the season, people were questioning him, stuff like that. You know, and then McMullen came on like a house on fire. So, you know, I just think that that's really been the issue. Like we haven't had players back consistently for brilliant seasons. And then if you put them all together at the right time, it probably Definitely. And just finally, can we win the league next year? Or is it, is it our year next year? Uh, I thought it was going to be our year this year, but you know, why not? Look, I mean, as Gabe says, if we put a consistent run together, there's a lot of teams in transition next year. Um, I think it will be who can be most consistent. It's exactly what happened this year. Rovers, they, they, they knew how to get over the line, they haven't been fantastic. And, and they're rumoured they lose a lot of players. Talking Galway is going to come up. They're still talking that they're going to spend money, but they have to get all them players to gel in. You know, we have a really solid spine of a team. Hopefully, we can keep them all together. If we add a, a wee bit of class, especially in the forward line, I, I definitely think we can. And I just want to turn off podcast like the hope I kills you. <laughs> Well, there you are, Simon, uh, your Speedy Bird uh, mini series. Uh, well, is Netflix looking for it or what do you think? Do you think it'll last that way? Well, I can make a computer to pack that on, like when I, when I transferred <laughs> it over today. But uh, mostly positive. Obviously, you have that wee sort of uh, what could have been sort of vibe going about. But uh, I think because this was obviously everybody talking before the, the, the result last yeah. night, before the match kicked off. So, but second place was more or less guaranteed. Barn, barn, like uh, a real upset there. I thought, like, but uh, I think overall, the other feeling was positivity. Next season might be it, might be the year. Well, like Liverpool fans. It's going to be our year next year. No, but I do think that you know uh, you're right. The fans are thinking next year, but I think it's got this thing where everybody's sort of thinking it now because you're going right. Listen, you've been a good rattle. You've been, you know. A bridesmaid the last two years. You want to be a bride next year. You want to get this, get over the line, get this type of. And as I keep alluding to, like, I, I still think, you know, Dublin teams are coming, some Pats and Shells and, and, and Bows. Depends how the cup final goes with Deggy. If Deggy wants that, they're in Europe again. If Deggy doesn't want it, Shells are in Europe. Uh, Deggy then has to, has to improve, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I've seen a, a quote of his from, from last season, which was. It's brought up now. Most football fans are like, I didn't move down here and leave my family. They finished sixth. Well, they're up gone. How ironic is that? That's how they finished. He well, finished sixth. So. I seen they gave him a mic last night and he was, he was teeing them all up. Ah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, Shelburne, to be fair, he was right. Shelburne were celebrating and giving it loads. And you're yeah. sort of sitting there going, you know, don't get me wrong, credit, he's funny for it. But he's having qualified every year. He yeah. started celebrating fourth. Where you might be in Europe. It's like a crazy situation uh, there, too. With well, that's what I'm trying to say then. While I'm thinking Shelburne and the Dublin team might be coming, mm. we don't know what's going on. Like, they made off as talking about. I don't know who's been the pension. No, I think he says he's got another yeah. year to go, but he hasn't got an extension. Is that I think, what it was? I think he's one more year to go, but they've talked about possibly getting an extension, but they haven't gone back to him and he's heard yeah. nothing. But their staff has it around a contact. It's all they got there. Well, that's players. a big there because like, they might see that as, as a feeder club. You know what I mean? Well, uh, you know, yeah. you've already seen, obviously, the guys come over from yeah. from, uh, from Hull. Hull. You know, that, that, that left winger, what, what was his Jarvis, name? Jarvis. He was excellent. So you're going to get some, some top notch oh, players. Yeah. Maybe they're thinking, oh, we don't want to keep, uh, go under the league Ireland market or, or bring three boys. You know, 
we'll, we'll, you want to try these guys out and, and give them a lot of senior football for us. So uh, maybe talking not like that either. So we just saw them again. <coughs> I saw them Saturday. Sam Grover situation doesn't look to be anywhere as bad as the Sam Grover situation. To be perfectly honest with you, but it was just strange from the the hype that we're going here. We're in for fourth, and we get fourth, we could be in Europe. It was all feel good factor and what Damien Duff was doing with defensively and the lovely players. And then bang, it was just like a complete curveball on the final <laughs> game of the season. You're like, where is this coming from? I was shocked myself watching so, it last night. It's just one of them where even he, you know, coming out behind lines of oil or being on the bench or up in the riverside up with a fan and standing with them and what's the club need to be in them going. It's all mind games, isn't it? It is, it Bradley and the, the, the Rovers board with Duff and the, and the, whole, the whole owners. Like, uh, the, but the, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a wee bit old school of, you don't need it. Don't need to be sort of putting them out in the public. That's yeah. the thing, you know what I mean? Now, maybe they've tried. Maybe Duff's went to the holder or the boys in the new so the hold says, what's the crack here? Mm. So he's put, well, this is my last way of putting it out there. It's the last game. I want to put it out saying, this is what I want. Stephen Bradley, he doesn't want to know last game. This no. He's done it quite a bit. But he's in a much stronger position where he's going, I'm going for four league titles in a row here. <laughs> so if these boys don't want me, you know, you do the math. Mm. So it's, but there's just something not right, whatever's going on down around there. But I still think Duff will be sorted out. Can't see why yeah, he's done such a good job. Exactly. Right? Well, they would want Brilliant, though. They've got them four playing decent football. The players in the Apollo, they were 2 0 down last night. You think of, whoa, and Deggy's rubbing his hands going, well, we're guaranteed Europe now. We're fourth. Uh, and then uh, bang, he obviously gave him a wee bit of a roast in half time because he came out in the second half and scored four and won four two. So, no, look, I do think it's, but from Derry's point of view next year, it is significant where if they made off stage, which I think he will, situation at Rovers, nobody knows. They're all, you know, we're team coming, Galway coming up, they all accounts that they're definitely throwing a wee bit of money on it, mm-hmm. trying to uh, speak to players and whatever. We've got the two guys in the sidelines there, well, that's, that's going to be on test uh, next Exactly, when you go down to Galway, you know, it's, it's always tough, when it, but it's going to be, add that to yeah. 10 times tougher because of the two guys in the sidelines, or they're going to get their team to work, work everything and keep it tight at the back. So, look, uh, there's so much to be excited about next year. I think it could be a more competitive league. It's just one of them where you want it to be a competitive league, preferably be like the last game. Yeah. You know, we, we, every year we're going, oh, it's looking tight, looking tight. And then about two or three games to go, it just falters away. And the way it's been is Rovers have went on and won by like 14 points or 10 points mm-hmm. or 7 points. And that's the only thing. You haven't got that whole consistently the whole way. It's saying, come the end of the season, right, we'll look at the relegation playoff game or we'll look who get on the year. You know, that's what I'm saying. You don't have the like last night. Nobody, there were no media coming up. They watched Derry against no. the Pats. You know, regardless of the second non event, both teams were through. Mm. It was all about Shelburne and Drogheda. Let's see if Shelburne can get mm. on. And that's what I'm saying. You would prefer to be half the media at the Derry game, half the media at Tally. Mm. You know what type ah. of thing? It just wasn't the case. Rovers had got the, you know, they had a yard on her last night. Sligo gave it to them. So, yeah, you know. And, and got a bit of stick for them. Exactly. So, so maybe your mom was right. Maybe Paul <laughs> was right there in the court. Uh, who then came out and says he should have given, what was it, Aldi champagne? I went to Sainsbury's or something. So funny. <laughs> like, just tells you how mental. We used to say it was budgets of people cracking up with notes. Bottles of champagne and guards of honour. I just, I always, that image of Stephen Bradley giving it off with the two bottles of Moet under his arm. Uh, I just love that. Like, that that's know, brilliant. It's like, you know, cheek it in. Uh, like, you know. You're a disgrace. Look at them. <laughs> you're like, give these, I'll give these, give these back to the wife. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so the disgrace, but they done this, but these are lovely. Uh, so, uh, no, look, it's just, a, I suppose, I'd be quite happy if Derry was in the same situation next year. I wouldn't give him a month. He's only going to give him a yard honour for the trophy. I'm just conscious of time because of that uh, epic sort of box pop that I've done with kind of running out of time. I don't want to be walking out with a Port of Wine team or unless we might. Where do you want to start? Hi, well, I start? I'll play in the hole. <laughs> you don't really watch from that's what they say, <laughs> I'll play left back, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, no, look, folks, uh, thanks for listening. We may have a podcast next week, which is a finale and chat and whatever. But as Simon says, uh, I am away in Spain for a week, so we might do a Zoom. If not, it could be a follow mix, so just watch socials. But uh, at the minute, uh, this has been 2023, signing off, and we'll have yeah. one more to go, looking ahead to 2024, folks. Uh, definitely, yeah. We'll probably have a wee sort of summary of our best bits, too, as well, too, in, in terms of our Outtakes, guests. I would say. Outtakes might be a wee bit dangerous. Like we, you know, we, dangerous. we do want to come back next season. Uh, so, uh, folks, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the socials, as Kevin said, and... Uh, 
and we'll, we'll see you next week or the week after. Um, Keep an one. eye. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any silly fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at Dairy Journal and on Instagram at Dairy Journal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.